Hey, what's going on? Suicide Logs, episode 105. guest. His name is Wig Wolf. It says contacting here. Yo, what's up, Mr. Wig Wolf? How do you turn off how do you how do you turn off your camera? How do, I'm trying Ah, there we go. There we go. I did it. For sure, man. We're we're doing this audio only because you know, eye contact and looking at each other is awkward even through the internet, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's hard to be authentic because some people might feel a little like, I don't know, insecure or something. Like I noticed that a lot and I've been like listening to podcasts and I would hear uh, this. I heard this guy talk about like some of my closest friends, dude, like I don't even I don't even make eye contact with them. Like I'll invite someone over. They'll be over for two hours and I don't make eye contact with them. And then, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like that. It's weird because I don't know your age, but when I was growing up, you know, I was always called out for not making eye contact. And teachers would stop you and always be like, look me in the eye when you talk to me. And it maybe over time that's become less common. How old are you? I'm 41. 41. Whoa, I thought you were younger. I'm not going to lie when I see cuz I did see your face for a brief moment when I went to uh uh contact you and you looked young. I thought you were younger than me. I'm 26. Yeah. I'm 26. Yeah, people, people always think that like a few times when I had to get my son from school early, they'll be like, "Oh, like you're such a good big brother, and I'll be like, no, that's my son. God damn. Yeah, dude, you look fucking... Do you get ID'd a lot? I bet you get ID'd a lot if you buy alcohol or if you even drink. Yeah, I haven't tried in a long time, but I know the last time I think I tried, I did get ID'd, you know? That's crazy. That's crazy. Dude, I don't get ID'd anymore. I'm 26, and every time somebody IDs me, I just... One time I was at a job, right, and... um I don't know, I was kind of new, and they were getting to know me, and uh, I told them I was 19, and they just looked at me, and they are like, dude, I thought you were fucking 27, you look like you've been through some shit, I don't know. <laughs> the, the funniest thing that happened to me was when I was younger, it was a long time ago, but I was going through a divorce, and like, we had to like, fight over some custody stuff, so they appointed like, this legal guardian for my son. And I had to meet with him, and when I came to meet him in the office, he was like, he thought that I was the kid that uh. he <laughs> and he was like, where's your dad? And I was like, I am the dad. God damn. Does that, 
How do you feel about that? I mean, I guess you've been experiencing it for a big part of your life. How, how do you mind me asking how old your son is? He's eighteen. Well, actually, he'll be eighteen in about a month or so. Oh, okay, okay, got you. Eighteen. So I'm trying to do the math. I'm horrible. I'm Asian, but I my math isn't Asian. Uh, forty-one minus eighteen equals. Let me guess, 26? <laughs> was on, look, 23. 20, oh, you were 23 when you had him. Solid age, solid age. Like, I, I don't think that's too young. I don't think that's too old. That, I feel like a lot of people, maybe, maybe a little bit on the side of young. But, um, I mean, I, I guess yeah. to my, how people look at it nowadays, I don't know. Things are different. Yeah, like, I mean, my parents and grandparents all pretty much got married and had kids when they were like 17 or 18 so oh dang i think people people used to get married way younger yeah you know what's something i've noticed too do, do you only have one son just one one child yeah just one child dude you ever notice how like um it seems to be a trend for people to have less kids uh nowadays and some like if you go back generations and it seemed really common that people had like fucking 10 kids or 10 siblings and stuff like that and that's really rare nowadays like i don't think i even know anyone with a family that big that the big families just kind of seem to be a thing of the past in a sense yeah it's true i mean i think it's difficult because you know it used to be like a lot easier for one person to stay home full time and right. if you have to like both work and then pay for daycares like I just feel like it gets exponentially worse. Gross, groceries back in the day were 50 cents, dude. But you were making like a nickel an hour. But, okay, okay. so there's less people, like, uh, I'm sorry, smaller families, but the world is the most populated as as far as we know. Like, we're just, we're getting more and more populated, populated so... Maybe we're just branching out. Everyone's just starting families, quitting them, and then starting another family or something. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I guess whatever it is, it's some sort of, it's, I guess, like, evolution or progression. Right, maybe, right. Like, like, maybe some people might think it's bad, but, like, I guess you don't know. I guess things just evolve slowly, and you, you don't really see what the end is going to be. We're animals, dude. I mean, we're... We're, we're just a different kind of animal. We, we, we still react to the environment. We adjust. We, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, when you have to like, uh, we adapt, you know, we adapt to the situation. Like back in the day, I guess the situation was all right to have big families, whoop de whoop. And nowadays, uh, the climate, it's kind of crazy. It's like animals worry about, I'm high as fuck, dude. Animals worry about, <laughs> fucking like just survival and the weather and predators and shit and if you really think about it, we don't really what what separates us from animals is that we don't worry really about predators like predators if anything are other humans and something that other animals don't really look at that we do that we kind of consider of like oh how's the weather looking or something is like how's the economy looking you know it's like money really just kind of I don't know. It, it it it's almost as important in food in a sense, but that's just how we live. We don't have to do it, but the the vast majority of us do, and 
and it just affects the evolution of us same with technology and all of that shit yeah I think I mean humans yeah they're definitely with the predators thing for the most part I guess that's true you know but I mean I guess on a small scale you still do have to worry about them I mean I don't know if that's relevant but like yeah yeah but maybe not as much as like a squirrel does you know yeah I mean you know, like, right, right by my house, I can walk to some place where there's gators just, like, running loose, and, you know, oh, obviously, fuck. I'm pretty big, and they probably can't kill me, but right. I guess if I was, like, a little kid, they could probably eat me. Jeez. I, I didn't know. Oh, you know, I, we're, we're getting in this conversation. I'm sorry. I, I, didn't, I, I feel like I didn't do... I've got a lot of questions, <laughs> uh, but we've got time. Um... But yeah, yeah, that's interesting. So my guess here, Wig Wolf is from Texas, and I guess I just like assume everybody else knows that because I looked it up. But I, I'm doing a horrible job at introducing this guy. I'm just getting caught with fucking animals in the economy and shit like that. But uh, this man is a uh, very interesting. He's got a. I showed his page to my girl, and the first observation she made was it's a very colorful profile. And I don't even know exactly what you do. Like, I don't know if you make music, if you're a comedian, or if you're an artist, or if you're just, you're all of it. But in a sense, like, I don't know, I feel like I could kind of relate to to you and how you are. Like, I've really done a good job, like, since you contacted me, just kind of trying to, like, I don't know, give a, um, I wouldn't say a review. Because I don't want to, I don't want to have a biased opinion on, like, if I like you or if I don't like you. I want to look at you in a sense of, uh, how do most people perceive this guy? Because I just, you know, you're doing what you do for a reason. Like, I see that you're trying to raise money for your, um, you made a movie? I'm kind of curious about that. Yeah, so where do do you want to start first, I guess? Um, let's, let's start with, let's start with this movie and maybe it'll just kind of like, because the way I think of it is this movie you're talking about is probably like the, the latest thing you're working on, if that makes sense. And from there you could just keep backtracking, backtracking until it's like, ah, ah, so that's why you are who you are or, you know, so I get a good sense of you if you, if you, if you catch my drift. Yeah. I mean, the movie... It just kind of was a random thing. I I started out over a year ago doing a YouTube channel that was called Bunnyola TV. That was kind of like a serialized story about a vampire bunny and his friends, and it's all made with dolls and like stop motion. No, just just hand motion, like like I slide my hand hand and move them. Or sometimes invisible strings, like, I use fishing wire and, like, attach it to them. So, like, a puppet show, eh? Yeah, basically, like, more puppet, like, Muppety than than animation. Got it. Got it. Do you do a lot so of that stuff? I, yeah, I do that stuff. I mean, I never really learned to do it. I just kind of, like started making videos with dolls and just like made up my own things to do to like move them around yeah and 
so I was doing those videos and then I think at some point I just got bored of doing the YouTube channel because I don't really like how it's always you're making stuff and then it's like oh how many likes or views did I get and like I don't know I don't really like all that so I I ended the channel and I started doing music so I don't know I always did music for my channel and I've had bands before but then I just decided a guy contacted me on Instagram and was like oh we like your music on your show could you do like an acoustic performance for us and I said I would do it but then I just decided to come up with a new character and just came up with a wig wolf thing kind of on the spur of the moment because I had like a mask on the floor and then my fiance was like oh you should put a wig on too and then, <laughs> so then I started doing the music and got really into it and decided to end, end my channel that I did. And then, and then I don't know, and then I just decided to start making a movie that was kind of based on the channel to kind of like put a final thing on it. And like to get closure on the like, channel. Yeah, and to make it into something more that's like a coherent piece because the, the videos, there's probably 110 videos and there's a lot of inconsistencies and it's not like one piece of work so I don't know I kind of just wanted to have a movie I don't know I don't really know I guess right it's weird hmm and why why are you raising money for it like I just kind of glanced over it but I saw something and it, I don't know the way how I interpret it is like oh this must mean a lot to this guy so it's just kind of like what's up with that yeah, there's different, with the raising, it's to, to be able to get a few real actors in it, and, um, you know, Oh, like, so the movie, the to, movie isn't made yet, <clears throat> right? No, it's, um, in pre-production, like, the script's about halfway done, and then I'm just kind of, you know, it's going, coming along, like, I'm working on the costumes now, too. And got most of the casting settled. I feel it. Let me ask you, man, because, like, I don't know if you can relate to me in this sense, too. When it, when it comes to, like, writing scripts, making costumes, and stuff like that, are you, are you kind of like a one-man show? Do you have any help, or do you mainly just do all of this yourself? Um, I mean, you I've did say you're everything myself. And, but sometimes I can have my fiance help if it's like sewing something or if I need like extra bass or guitar cause or just I don't know just any kind of random stuff I need she can help with sometimes yeah would you say it's like see I, I, I'm kind of the same way too I I do most of my stuff mm, I do have some help but, like, for the most part, when it comes to, like, I don't know, doing the work and the, just the ugliness, you know how it is, just, like, the ugliness of making shit and, like, I don't know, sometimes I'll be in the middle of editing a video. It's been a while. Uh, that's why I kind of like doing podcasting because it's just so, mm, I, how do I say it? It's so much easier to put up there and it's just me being me. And I, I talked about it earlier um, with my best friend, I've had him on the show. My best friend is, um, he went to college 
out of university and majored in um god fucking damn it videography cinematography i don't really know and he's got basically this job i don't know if he wants me putting his business out there but like something's not nothing too crazy but basically works for espn in a way so it's like a big step after college and he just like edits videos of of like the sports and shit um like the college football college basketball whatever and um in a way i was the one who like he he credits it credits it to me that i like inspired him to make videos and stuff and um i don't know one thing that both of us can kind of relate to and like i I just wanted to mention my friend because he's got like you know a decent amount of experience in it it's like we'll just find ourselves editing videos and that shit takes hours and hours of just kind of like labor and not really performing and like he would just be like yeah dude i love filming like i love filming but i hate editing and for me i i i hate both like i hate all of the editing processes and things like that i just i just want to be the guy who makes the art i guess and i feel like with the podcast it's just kind of easier for me to to just stop being a handyman i don't know dude now i feel like i'm about to just go off on a tangent on like how i'm lazy and how i start doing shit but anyways man i was wondering like yeah dude it sounds like you do a lot um yeah well and what you're saying too about the not liking things like for me i have that issue like i actually i love the editing the video like my favorite i pretty much like all the creative parts of doing it my thing is with doing art is wanting it to get like noticed or to you know like do well and trying to do like social media and figure i don't know like kind of feeling like you have to self-promote or yeah i i hate like that shit the, like, I wish that there was a way to just make things and then someone else could just be like, oh, I'm promoting all this. I mean, obviously there is if you want to pay someone. Right, right. It's, and, but the, but that's the thing. The easier it gets, the harder it really gets. Because, it's, uh, I don't know, that, that just fucking contradicted itself. But hear me out. Like, before social media, getting on TV and shit like that was honestly kind of a bigger deal and just having a tv show and shit like that and being a famous person it seemed like a lot of it was more on luck like nowadays everyone has a phone so everyone like everyone's phone is basically in a sense like their lottery ticket of of like dude you could become famous just being on tiktok just longboarding down the street and drinking some fucking cranberry juice or doing like you could just every day there's that chance of Oh, someone's going to get famous through the lenses of these phones that everyone has. And whether, you know, it happens, it it trickles down to like the news, it trickles down to everything. But when it comes to like entertainment, being on TV doesn't really fucking like, would you rather have your own TV show at 10 p.m. on Wednesday nights at on MTV? Or would you rather have 5 million subscribers on YouTube? You know what I mean? It's like. It's like it's just a different thing but i like it in a sense because with the phones it's kind of undeniable to find out oh who's really worth being famous in a sense because you got to be really fucking good at something to like catch somebody's attentions nowadays 
and like I don't know to be like to, and, and I'm talking like famous in a sense where like I don't know you're worldwide known but even like you have to think about I don't know I kind of think about it with my podcast like I don't want to be that big <clears throat> if anything I just I just want to find people that I can relate to and just have like kind of like have a following of people that that are I just feel are on the same level of me like I don't want people to know or like who I am and they don't fuck with me like if you fuck with me and I'm mainly like a podcast dude now I really know you fuck with me because you donate your time to me and uh, anyways anyways I'm gonna try to bring I'm trying to bring it back to you I had something to say about that uh, but yeah I, I guess that's just my response to you saying like you know something about likes and things like that some when I when I hear shit like that or like I think of it too sometimes I think like ah people are dumb like well I'll go on Twitter I'll go on social media and scroll through and see what's popping and just I don't know I'll just be like ah what but then when I think about it I think like oh well the majority of people are tuning in or liking this stuff you know it's here for a reason it's being shoved down my throat for a reason and then it gets me thinking, well, maybe there's something fucking wrong with me. Because what sounds more logical? There's something wrong with everyone or there's something wrong with me, one single person. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, man, I had something to say for you, but I fucking lost it, man. Fucking A, dude. I'll take a woosah, man. So, um, yeah, so... Let me think about it. Oh, I know one thing you were saying with, like, not wanting to be famous or whatever. I mean, I think, like, I mean, it would be cool to just be able to make things and kind of put it out and have, like, at least, I don't know, like, a decent amount of, like, fans or, I don't know. I mean, I think, I just feel like the way it is nowadays since Twitter became what it is, like, it seems like it ruined being famous for most people. I mean, unless you're like, because you see so many people's careers get destroyed over some like nonsense just because yeah. of Twitter. Cancel culture. Like, like, like the other day with that film critic, Lindless, like she, she told somebody like, you're squinting your eye. They were like, oh my God, that's anti-Asian. And then she was canceled and like, that wasn't what she meant. Right, right. And yeah, I get that's that thing. It's like, God, every, like, everyone's stupid, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just, I feel like that everyone just wants to tear people down, and that's all they care about, so they're just waiting for a reason to. You think people, I think people who do that are just kind of like miserable in a sense. Like, I, I don't do it, you don't do it. And so, like, there's a guy, there's only, like, one guy in my mind that I want to, like, quote-unquote cancel, and he's, like, kind of a celebrity, and every time I see him, like, in public and people praising, not in public, sorry, on the internet and people, like, praising him and stuff, it just makes me be like, ha, ah, I wish, I if you only knew what he did to me, uh... But then, like, even the even though he did something kind of wrong to me, I just, like, 
I feel like I don't have the time. Like I, 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 tr- I made like one attempt, but then I just shut the fuck up about it, and and no one really like went on board with it. And so like, I don't know. I just moved on with my life. Like, is it just gonna make me happier that this guy gets torn down? You know, like it's not really my number one priority. And I feel like to, I don't know, man. I just, I just, I, I'm the kind of guy to just kind of like watch things go, and I don't really like to make too much of an impact. And I guess a lot of times in my life, I just feel like, ah, how much of a difference do I make? But then sometimes I feel the opposite. I feel like, dude, you can make a huge difference. And I don't know. I I remember what I lost, what I was going to say to you. I guess I I just say that I relate to you and just want to give you like a personal thank you for reaching out, finding me, trying to promote yourself and helping promote me. You know, it's like. It is kind of a cause that I just kind of forget that I have, you know, and I definitely feel like you fit in with the cult. Your uh, white belt. These are old, old inside jokes that I'm telling for the fucking viewers. But yeah, your honorary white belt, bitch boot camp, whatever. Well, maybe you're not bitch boot camp. You don't really seem too much of a sad guy at the moment. I don't know. (laughs) But go ahead, man. I'm sorry. So like what's the the show is called Suicide Log. So it's like been a suicide theme in the past yeah man and i always go back and forth with like should i change the name and i like i i think it's kind of funny that it's like oh dude this sounds like such a hot topic name like (laughs) it just sounds so edgy or like some people want to say that and some people do say that to me they'll like find me on spotify and then they'll just be like oh yeah i gave it a shot you know because of the name i thought it was kind of like edgy or cringy but turns out it's not it's pretty funny and real whatever and then it gets me thinking like ah should i change the name but you know the the name to the story is like the the story of the podcast i guess is like it helps out because i made the podcast when i was in a really good time good place in my life i feel like i've been in a pretty good place in my life for the past couple of years now and i just made it because i just remembered like certain times of where i was be feeling suicidal feeling really down and just feeling like ending my life basically i just felt like there's nothing to look forward to and that was a time before i made the podcast and so like look at me now i'm at the point where it's like ah this podcast isn't even really about suicide like that i just want to i just want to like change the name but i want to keep it real because that's where it was it'd be like day one like you never know you never know if you're gonna kill yourself when i first made my very first episode and you know i could lose my mind i could go like i don't know i could be like 60 and catch um alzheimer's or something and forget how to not kill myself and then i just have i just have all of these these logs i'm just logging in just every day like the main purpose of every episode which is i don't do it every episode which is a good thing though is i just check in on myself if if i feel like killing myself there's a couple of episodes where i'm on here and i'm like i'm feeling like killing myself dude but you know i get over it and here i am <laughs> talking to people yeah, it's, talking it's to- weird like there's a, a old like one of the earlier famous YouTubers named Stevie Ryan, who I was a big fan of. Is he the black guy? I think with at a, some point. With a with an afro. No, it's a it's a girl like a. Oh. No, it was a it was a girl. Okay. Stevie. 
Okay. But she she became criminal, but Hold on, you're uh, ca- you're kind of lagging on me, buddy. She she's kind of what? I'm lagging on you. A little. You've kind of been lagging throughout the show a little bit, but then before I complain about it, it gets kind of good. But now I can't really hear what you're saying. She was kind of what? She's a. So I know she's. Um, I hate this audio. Can you hear it now? Yeah, you sound all right so far. So it, it, can you hear it? Yeah, you're pretty good. You're pretty good. Holy fucking shit. Just three episodes. Well, was there something wrong with her? Did she talk about it in those episodes? Well, she'd already been struggling, and then her grandfather she was really close to died unexpectedly, and she just, like, killed herself the next day. Like, she, I guess her grief just kind of, like, took over. Stevie Ryan. I'm looking her up. Is it, like, oh, yeah. Well, she's got 103 Stevie videos. Stevie TV. Stevie TV. Stevie Catherine Ryan. That was her show. Yeah, she was like, you know, like sketch comedy. Stevie TV. 1984. Ten years before I was born. I can't find her. Stevie TV's twerking intervention. is. Uh, oh, was she on VH1? Yeah, she had a VH1 show after YouTube. Oh... And when did she pass away? I think 2017. Oh, geez. I gotta, I gotta look that up. I'm gonna watch those episodes that you're talking about in three episodes in there. Or listen to her me- mental health. Was it a podcast? Yeah, it was a podcast. I think the co-host continued it as like a tribute to her and still does it regularly. Oh, that's really cool. That's really cool. Oh, man. I, I want to get on their show. If I could, I didn't really like see what I was doing. I thought it was kind of original. And then when I got into like just just my fucking genre and just kind of like tried branching out to other people and stuff, I guess I'm I'm not that original in a sense. I mean, I guess the name is nobody really has a podcast called Suicide Logs, but uh, I ran into a guy named Depressed. But not dead podcast, and he attempted suicide. But he's uh, he's doing episodes after his attempt, so he's good. I think that was a very bad description of this podcast. <laughs> um, and I don't know. I guess I just, for me, I just, I really like comedy and things like that. And uh, sometimes I just, I just think about you know with suicide and things like that people who want to kill themselves maybe they just take life too serious and like you know you never want to kill yourself when you're in a good mood so it's just like always try and find the good mood and everything um and yeah and i mean yeah and it takes a lot to do it too i mean it, i don't know just to, to actually do the act or like i don't know it just seems scary have you ever had suicidal thoughts? Yeah, when I was like in junior high one time, I had an attempt and like, I think I had to be put in a place for like a month. What was your attempt? If you don't mind me asking, what'd you do? I just took a, like, 
it was like pretty I think I was upset I was at school and I was really obsessed with Nirvana and like <laughs> had just gone to see them play and then I was real and then Kurt Cobain killed himself and like you know I was like 13 and my whole room was covered with posters of him and he was like my whole life so like then I like bought a bottle of like Nitol because I, I was like oh these are sleeping pills and I just took the whole bottle at once and then I started kind of like hallucinating and having weird seizures and then like I had to go to the hospital jeez I mean since you survived I'm glad you survived and you've lived this life from when you were 13 to 41 don't you think like from the outside perspective that's that's a little funny don't you think just a little I don't know if I'm being rude but it's like no, yeah I mean it's it's pretty ridiculous like obviously also those pills nitol pills aren't gonna kill you yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just <laughs> you know you, you uh it just would have been so like i don't know you, you lived this whole life and to to think that there was a chance at one point when you were 13 you you, you would have ended right there because of maybe it's funnier to me because i don't really listen to nirvana like that so maybe it's like not as much of a like, I made a Kobe Bryant joke last year when he died, and some people that are somewhat close to me had to, like, block me on social media for a month <laughs> just because, like, it affects them that much. And I don't know, man. I just – and you got to think about that, man. There's probably a couple of, like, 13-year-olds that had Kobe Bryant posters all over their, their fucking room or who knows, Lil Peep or whatever. I don't know if you know who Lil Peep is. Like, just younger people that were affected by, like – People who are like 27 to die, and and I don't know. I, I it's crazy. I actually have some like a handful of younger viewers that listen to my podcast, and it kind of freaks me out at first. I kind of be like, ah, that's kind of weird, you know. But it's like, who's to say that there's children, you know, or underage people that that want to kill themselves? And then so then I start thinking like, oh, maybe I should tone it down on what I say here, but. but I just want to, like, be real with them as an adult, like, just like how I deal with my family members, like, I've got some family members that are, like, 18, that are, like, at the beginning of their lives, and I just, you know, I still remember being 18 and shit, so I just want to give them tips of, like, you know, there are some things that you can do at this age that will affect the rest of your life, just like, you know, killing yourself at 13 because of Nirvana, you know, that literally could have affected the rest of your life. Yeah, oh, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, yeah, it's funny, too, well, with the Nirvana thing and being, like, that young, because I think a lot of people now, you know, they see, I guess, Nirvana's seen as kind of, like, very, like, counterculture or maybe, like, I don't know, like, anti-mainstream, but at the time, they were, like, the same as kind of, like, a boy band, like, you'd go in the supermarket and the counter would have, like, little Nirvana picture books for a dollar, like they were and they'd be on the cover of tiger beat and it's it's kind of strange to think because i can't see that happening now with like a weird band like that right right like toms are different back then man like when you go to the grocery store that is your news feed on social media you didn't have phones back then so like it's like the media kind of forces shit on you in a sense so it's like you know would a band like nirvana be big in a time without phones and shit it's like they were in the perfect place perfect perfect timing to just get 
they knew the right people you know what i mean a part of like not saying that the music isn't good or anything but i guess like with music with art with everything you do when it comes to like recognition fame and success a lot of it it's like skill is like half of it and then the other half of it is luck because it's like i don't know i feel like the people who are famous that say you just gotta keep working hard you just gotta keep working hard and then your dreams come true they only say that because they got lucky and their dreams came true but if they were working hard working hard and never made it they wouldn't be preaching to people so like if i were to ever be famous or something i don't want to tell people like I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't want... Like, sometimes... Like, I used to fucking... Um, I don't know, man. I Like, I... <laughs> I'll see, like, little kids skateboarding or something. And then... But, like, they're trying to do a kickflip or something. These are probably, like, middle schoolers. And if they're, like, on my property or something and I want them to get off, I'll, I'll be nice about it first. I'll just be like... Let me do a kickflip. Let me do a kickflip. And then uh, they'll be like, all right, all right. And this old man. And then I'll fucking bust a kickflip. And they'll be like, oh, shit. And I'll look at these little kids and be like, yeah, you better get good or else you're just going to end up in a shitty house like me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's not like to be rude or like crush people's dreams. But it's like I feel like I feel like I, I wish I got that instilled in me as a kid of just like, I don't know like some like a lot of it is just luck and and like i don't know if you're religious or not but i'm not really a religious guy too because i just feel like life is just kind of it just it just happens you know it's like maybe maybe there's luck and there's certain moments in my life for sure where i'm like god damn like maybe i'm lucky i don't know or god's someone's looking after me or whatever but then I just, I don't know, man. It's all mindset. That's all That's all I'm trying to fucking get at. It's all mindset. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, you know, obviously luck so, and timing and so many things play into things. But I think, like, you know, in a lot of cases, the it's the amount of work a person puts into it that is, like... That, that is very so, important. That is very so important. So extreme that, like, if you watch the documentary movie about the pop star Katy Perry like the things she did as far as like the hard work to like become a singer and get a deal was like you're like most people would never want to work that hard to do that like do what she did to get where she was right to be like homeless and like living out of your car and like playing clubs every night yeah, dude, you see it with comedians. Like, I, I just had a comedian on a couple episodes ago. It's pretty fake, man. Tell me what you think about this. This motherfucker gets on my podcast and was really buddy buddy with me, just like how you and I are right now on Instagram. And then just he just fucking unfollows me out of nowhere. And I don't know if I'm that kind of guy who just takes Instagram too serious or something. But it's like, damn, you get on my podcast. You can't even shout my podcast out that like like i don't know maybe i'm asking too much or something but then i mean on my old channel i used to have a music interview show where i'd feature bands and a few times the bands never shared the video or like said shit Uh, 
What do you, you think know, about really that? Nice. Like, what do you you think it's an ego thing? Like, do you think people just don't want like to me? I because he has a podcast as well, and I felt like I felt like maybe he thought I was like competition or something, and like yeah, I just, I yeah, I don't know. I just feel you know if you you know you feature someone on your show or promote it, and then they they can't be bothered to share it. I mean, I guess they're probably just a dick. I mean. You know, with my music, if someone had me on a show and, like, you're having me on your show, like, I'll promote that shit like crazy, like, and appreciate that someone is trying to, like, support my work. Yeah, I and like that. I, I, guess... I feel like if you don't, then you probably don't even really care about your work that much. You're probably not doing it for the right reasons. Yeah, I guess a little bit of me just feels like... I don't know, when I get treated like that, I guess it just, it's all about respect, you know, treating people the way you want to be treated, and it's like, if you're going to treat me like that, it just makes me, I fuck you, <laughs> like, I'm not going to, then I'm not going to, I should delete that fucking episode right now, but, um, I don't know, I don't know what it is, it's like, I want to talk to him about it, did he not, I don't know, I don't understand, like, what did you not like about me to go out of my way, like, was I annoying you? You know, there's some people like even in real life, there's this guy that I used to train with at this gym and we're really buddy, buddy. I could only think of like one time where it's like, maybe that's why he did what he did. But it was like, if, if that's the reason, it's very lame. It's just because I didn't want to hang out with him a certain time. And then he just, he fucking blocks my number and blocks me on every single social media, deletes me off Xbox. It's just like, dude, that's a big effort to fucking delete me out of your life. Like you couldn't just handle rejection of like nah i'm cool i don't want to hang out and just you know continue to see me on your feed like is it really that big of a deal people are weird i don't know yeah it's weird like i only i don't really care about blocking people i think there's two people that i had made friends with through doing the videos that ended up being kind of crazy and i have them blocked and even after all this time People tell me they still post things about me, like, on Twitter. Yeah, I know a couple of people like that, too. It's very... It's very strange. It's like, you can't just stop talking to someone. It's like, then forever you have to pay for it. It's like, no, you can't stop talking to me. I'm gonna harass you forever. Dude, I know a friend. He sold a car to a guy. Um like one of his old cars he sold it to him like four years ago wasn't that close to him total but like a week or so later after he sells him the car he totals it and was just like my friend's just like what the fuck <laughs> you know but then you know they, they they lose contact for a couple of years and then maybe like three three two years later he's fucking just messaging him on facebook like hey man where's my car I know you stole my car. I know you, you you took it back. And he's like, dude, you totaled it. You fucking flipped it. What are you talking about? And he's just like, I'm going to beat your fucking ass. Where's my car? And yeah, that's a block of like, what the, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, people just go mental. I understand that. You know, I'm not what the fucking is if I have no idea. But um, what I wanted to say, oh, I don't even know, dude. We're just going off here. I don't know what I was talking about. What were we talking about before? Like the guy who... Who blocked me or something? I don't know. Yeah. Mm. The guy who blocked you. Yeah, it was something like That's I had. Yeah, I was setting that up. I think I think I was setting it up with you. 
had something had something to say before I mentioned the fucking comedian. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the grind, you know. You're talking about Katy Perry, and like, um, you know, she was homeless and she did this and she did that and she had a crazy journey, and you know, ha- half of it was her hard work and consisting and never stopping and shit like that. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess for me, that kind of intimidates me a little bit, you know, like when I was talking to the comedian, he was very like, you just gotta go get it, man. You just gotta go get it. And it just came off very narcissistic, especially the icing on the top is when he just wouldn't promote me and then unfollows me. And just like, yeah, I noticed that on the podcast, he just wouldn't stop talking about how like he's for himself and his dream and I understood it and then I just kind of had this feeling of like, I don't know, man, I just like, I feel like being an entertainer is just like such a privilege and I don't deserve it. Like, I don't like whether it's my destiny or not, like, I would just feel very lucky if I were to like, I don't know, even have a sponsor on my podcast. And then he gave me his sponsors, he shouted them and then he just started shouting out his sponsors and then... um. So I just don't want to get lost in the sauce is what I'm saying. I just don't want to like uh, be a narcissist. I don't know. Trying to like not interrupt you as much. <laughs> Give people a chance. And that's and I already had that. Like with doing this podcast, I'll, I'll think and reflect back on it. And, and it's a good way for me to study myself and improve as a person. And so like I'll have guests on and I feel like I over talk. And then I had the comedian on, and I was just kind of like, let's let him talk. And boy, did that motherfucker talk. Now I have you on. And I've had other guests on, but I've just, it's always in my head, like, let the dude talk. Everyone's, everyone's heard enough of me. You know, get to know the viewer. It's, it's like, so with the guy, the narcissism, I was thinking of that, because I know, I don't know what the, goal always is with the things I'm doing but like you know I was watching a documentary recently about Dennis Popper the artist and film director and actor and about with him that as far as making movies or paintings or anything he did he never thought about what he was doing or why and that he felt like when he didn't do something creative he felt horrible like or sick so he kind of just had to always be doing it hmm. and like sometimes I guess that's how I feel with it it's like I don't really have plans so much it's just kind of like oh like I thought of this thing and like I have to do it now right and like and then usually I just finish and put it out and then just kind of forget it and move on to the next thing I don't know yeah I, I was kind of like that too but I just kind of, I feel like with, with what I like to do, I guess I just wanted to, okay, like this, I've noticed this, I noticed you play the guitar, do you play any other instruments? Yeah, I play bass, bass guitar is like my main instrument, and I only started learning regular guitar maybe about four months ago. Oh, swear. And then, then, you know, I have some random things, like a little synth guitar from the 80s that you play, like, 
it's like a keyboard little guitar toy and have some drums and a keyboard, but I'm like only like barely proficient in any of them. So I guess the music usually ends up being kind of primitive because I just have to work with what I can do. Uh, you said you were in a couple of bands, but you so you played the bass. Would you consider like your most proficient instrument a bass? Yeah, definitely bass. And I've written a lot of songs just using the bass to write it because it's like more familiar to me. How was the transition from playing the bass to the guitar? It's weird. I mean, it, it's very different the way you hold your fingers and... Yeah, there's no pick for a bass. It's always fingers, right? Yeah, generally, it's traditional to play with fingers, but, you know, like, some people, like, D.D. Ramon played with a pick, and, uh, yeah, but, I mean, the one thing with bass is that it's just, like, it's probably the easiest instrument to learn. Like, a lot of bass guitarists will try to be like, no, bass is just as hard as guitar, but that's not true, like... I feel like anyone could learn to play bass in like a week. Dude, I like I, I had a band on earlier. I, I had the guitar said, yeah, man, if you know how to play the guitar, you basically know how to play the bass. And it's like the bass to me is just like the most underrated part of a band. Like like I used to listen to Slipknot a lot growing up. Like that was one of the first like metal bands that I was into. And um, there was fucking nine members of the band, dude. So when I'd listen to their music and see them live, I would just be like, they're doing something, you know, and noise is coming out and fucking Corey Taylor screaming. And then um, the bass player was always the most like, what the fuck? Is, what, what noise is he making? You know, and I'd see him strumming and I'll just be like, he's doing something. He's doing something. And then, yeah, I recently just figured out the bass like. I don't know, a year ago? <laughs> That's an exaggeration. Like, I knew it was there, but I didn't know exactly, like... I I, I don't know. I just, I'm just now figuring out what a bass is after seeing, like, videos and shit. But, yeah, I've been playing the guitar coming up on six months. And, um, yeah, I found that interesting that you played the guitar. And, I yeah, I saw... I Now that you tell me that you've only been playing for, like, basically as long as I have... I, I was watching a video of yours where you're wearing your, your wolf costume and you're playing something. Like, you're strumming and singing, but, like, I'm so novice at the guitar. Like, I don't know how long you've been. I don't know if you're good or not. So, like, I hear you playing chords, and I'm like, he's, he's playing chords, but it didn't sound good. But maybe he's just, like, fucking around, but it's funny. And so... Yeah, I don't know. Like when I when I started playing the guitar, that's what I've learned about with instruments is like you know, there's no real right or wrong way to play it in a sense. Like how you're mentioning there was that bass player who uses a pick. You know, some people say, "No, you don't do that," but it's like who's stopping him? And now his like I've I've realized that with playing like dude, shit actually makes a difference the way I I palm mute, the way I the way I pick and all of this stuff. And I'm, I'm just after six, well, coming up on six months, after like five months, five and a half months, I'm getting there. And uh, yeah, it's been interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's what, I mean, I, I've been doing these lessons through guitartricks.com and generally what I've been doing is I'll do the lesson and then try to take whatever I learned and then write a song 
incorporating the new technique and then I just and part of it is because like if I learn to play guitar proficiently I feel like it's going to really change how I write songs and like I want to get as many done now while I still don't know how to play so it can still kind of have that quality yeah of like not knowing how to play because I don't know it's like you'll hear like a good guitarist like John Mayer and it's like if he's playing a song he can't just strum the chord he has to do like 50 fills and solos and it's like maybe it gets to a point where you can't help doing that yeah chords and shit are very like oh boy i don't know how to do that like i know how to do a couple of chords and stuff but like what it i don't do it every day so i hit up a buddy of mine who plays a guitar too and he was just kind of like, yeah, man, there's like different things you want to, if you want to shred, just practice shredding. If you want to like play chords and shit, learn that. And I've just, I've just been playing metal. I've just been vibrating my fucking arms and picking really fast. That's like what I've been doing these past five months. Like I try it chords every now and then, but it's just like, it's a different thing. It's almost like I'm playing a different instrument in a sense. There's a guy I follow on YouTube. I can't remember his name, but his his one hand is like a claw, like a prosthetic thing, and he he learned to play, and he does like crazy metal solos with his claw. God damn! I and think someone was telling me about that. And it's like pretty inspiring because you're like practicing, and you're like, oh, I can't do this shit, and then you're like, oh, you know, this guy with the claw can do it. Yeah, right, right. You know, People playing the fucking drums with their toes and shit. Yeah, well, it's just kind of like you have no excuse for not doing something. Right, right. Hey, I'm gonna take a. I'm gonna take a woo saw real quick. So while I'm doing that, you can go ahead and tell my listeners um, anything you want. I'm just not gonna be here. You can you can promote your shit. A woo saw is basically just when I fucking take a second to catch my breath. I ran out of water. My mouth is getting dry, and I gotta take a piss, so I'm gonna take a woosaw. Just let these motherfuckers know what's ha- what's happening. All right, well that's good. Maybe I'll I'll play with my guitar. Go for it. Go for it. All right. So right now I have this thing called. A unison electronic guitar that came out in 1980. I found it at a garage sale. Anyway, can't tell the company it's made by. Hmm. All right, whatever. So this is how it sounds. Can you hear that? Anyway, it doesn't work great. So... Cassette tape 
of the Brady Bunch, and there's like a pretty good song on it by Florence Penderson. I feel like I could play that, but then that's probably a copyright thing. No, man, there's no fucking copyright. You can. I don't know. I put. Uh, I put. I put music up here before, and no one really said anything. So. I think YouTube is the one that's really strict about copyright. It's YouTube. Alright, well, let me go see if I can find this tape, and I'll, I'll put that on if that's cool. At least some of it. Alright. Brady Bunch. You know, I never really watched that show. I kind of want to grab my guitar. Oh, if I could find my pick. Oh, of course it's in my pocket. Ugh. Coming up on an hour. Coming up on an hour episode here. Alright, well, I can't find where I put my brain box tape. So, um. Ah. Yeah. So, you, you make music too? Um. I guess, kinda. I guess if if there was anything that I do, I would put music as like the thing that I suck the most at. Like, I've made like rap songs when I was really young and stuff, but it's just kind of like I don't know. I don't even really listen to rap that much anymore, and I guess I just kind of credit that to I don't know. Um, that's where I started making music. I feel like I started making music through rap and then it just kind of helped me learn like audio. Really? That's really what that helped. It just helped me do it helped me. And it helped me understand music in a sense to like, you know, your voice is an instrument in a sense. So it's like, you can ride a beat with your voice. And I feel like I, I somewhat learned how to do that. I'm not saying that I'm the best at it, but I learned how to do it. And I look at music differently. And now that I'm starting to learn how to play the guitar, I'm looking at music differently as well. And one thing too that I, I feel like I just, you know, no one in my family really had a music background. Um, I feel like my mom's good at singing and that's about it. Karaoke singing at that. And I never took like music classes or anything, but I really wanted to. It's just that my reading level was really low. So I had to take two English classes or like some kind of like reading class. Um, so I wasn't allowed to take like band and shit, but I'm kind of glad I didn't do that. Cause um, it would, I don't know. I feel like it, I would have like maybe fell out of love with music and just didn't want to do something with it. Cause I would look at it as like a chore or some shit. And, uh, yeah, yeah. go ahead. Uh, I, don't know. I know with me, like the few times I've collaborated on music with people who were more like trained, it was boring. Cause they're all be like, Oh, like this timing or that. And I don't know. I just like, it's just like, I prefer to just like, play music like I'm a kid just like messing around right right I don't know like that's why I 
just do all my own instruments because it's like I don't want some drummer being like, oh, your timing's off. I'd rather just do the drums myself and have it be shitty. Right, right. Hey, hold up one second. Hold up one second. Keep telling the fans something. I feel like something's about to blow up or something. I hear something going on outside. Is it the purge? I fucking hope not. Um, have you watched that show Snowpiercer with Jennifer Connelly? Um, what show? Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer. I, I think I've heard of it. Alright, I'm back. I don't know what the fuck was going on. Snowpiercer. No, I don't know what that is, but that sounds like a gun in Call of Duty or something. Yeah, it's a weird show. It's... It's, like, about the future and the world freezes and the only survivors are on this train that goes around the Earth in a circle perpetually. Hmm. Is it and on- if, like, you go, you go outside the train, you'll freeze instantly. Is it on Netflix? Um, I think it's, like, a TBS series, We so we had to order it extra on Amazon Prime to watch it because we don't have cable. Oh, fucking of course, dude. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. If you really want to watch something, you'll find a way to watch it. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm sure there's a, there's ways to watch things. Yeah. They've got uh, that King Kong Godzilla movie coming out and the movie theaters are starting to open up. So thinking about watching a movie in the movie theaters for once is crazy. All right, everything's yeah. open up in Texas, but it, I feel like they've been open up for a while, huh? Yeah, it, it never really fully shut down. It was more just, like, limited, but, <laughs> like, I didn't... I, I went to the movies a couple weeks ago to see Ron Turn, and it, it, that was the first time I'd gone in a year, but it was it was fine. Wrong Turn. Which one is that? It's like a reboot... Of an old horror series from the 2000s that had like seven sequels. I feel but like I've seen it. Or, the original yeah. series was kind of like low budget and campy, and the reboot they made it very like kind of serious and like very different. Mm. Check it out. I'll check it out. But anyways, man, we've gone about an hour. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I feel like we just kind of went off about whatever but that's what the show's about i don't really make it too interviewy i don't know if you even knew what you're getting yourself into when you came on getting onto the show but uh well i would just say that i mean i guess right now like my music projects are kind of on hold while i'm doing the movie thing but i'm just trying hoping that we'll get the thing but we'll make it either way but it's It'd be good to have it and be able to do everything we want. And also, you know, since you can get a producer credit for only $5, like, it's pretty good because, you know, you'll get the credit on IMDb and then if the movie does well, you can be like, oh, I produced this movie and, like, I think it will do well and that will make something bigger the second time. So I just think it's kind of, like, a good chance. I mean, who knows? It might just, like, like not matter, but you never know, I guess. Shit, I want to be in a movie, dude. Let me know. I'll be an actor. Yeah, you could be I one. I don't know if I'd have to fly out to Texas or something. I could just send you a video of me or something. Or I could do voice work. I could do voice work. 
Yeah, I, I, I definitely actually would have something for you. Like, I have a bunch of stuff in the script, and I also, a few actors, I'm having them in the movie remotely through green screen, like, they're filming their scene in front of a green screen, and then I can add them in to the scene. Hmm. Yeah, dude, I actually, that's very, uh, I'm super down. That's actually exciting for me. I, I definitely, I'll, I don't know about the whole green screen thing. I don't want to physically, be, that just seems like work. But if you want voiceover, you send me a script. I, I know how to fucking work Audacity, and I'll, I will email you some some crisp vocals, whatever you need. Uh, and I will, and I will get on it. I will let you, I'll be punctual. Like, I don't, you don't have to, re- like, I'll, I'll take an important role. You don't have to be all like, oh, is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? I'll fucking do it. It's just reading, isn't it? I took two reading classes. Yeah, I'll look at it and then, um, see what I think you'd be good for it. Cause right now it looks like there's either tiny roles or big roles and nothing right. in between, but I'm still kind of writing the script. Okay. All right. There's plenty of like weird random characters that I'll need voice. There's actually a guy named Disco Danny that I think you'd be very good for now. Now that I think of it, Disco Danny, dude, that's all right. I'm laughing already. I'll be Disco Danny. <laughs> yeah, so you be him. I'm, I'm, I'm right, like editing the script, but his part I got mostly down already. So you what? definitely have that part. What does Disco like, Danny do? You in the cast and promote your show with it. Oh, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, yeah. I just found some work today, huh? There we go. Keep grinding. Then, if you get that IMDb thing, you know, you, you, you produced a movie, now I can say I was in a movie. There's my resume right there. Yeah, and you know, we got the, um, Lloyd Kaufman, the, who runs Chroma Films, the director of Toxic Avenger, he... He's already got his script, and I made sure to get him his early, so he's going to be in the movie, so, you know, he'll be in a movie with him. Uh, Toxic Avenger, is that a new thing? No, it's like, it was big in the 80s. Oh, okay. Well, fuck. Yeah, it, that, it's an honor. It, I don't want to, it doesn't want to sound corny or anything, but that's actually really cool to me, to just know that I did that with my life, instead of uh, killing myself, you know? <laughs> yeah it's gonna it's gonna be cool like i think it, once the movie's done and i'm planning to do like a few screenings that are gonna be like midnight screenings obviously it's gonna be local to here but right oh that's fucking the Texas awesome. area. What what is disco danny's character so i can study and get into character voice wise what does he do he's basically just like a local gossip busybody neighbor he just kind of shows up and starts like telling you shit <laughs> but he's also like you know like a very disco like person and he uses like weird random slang that makes no sense oh. I'll have to send you his dialogue I mean it's it's, it's like really stupid okay alright I'll get stupid it's fine <laughs> I mean, usually I like to give people a lot of leeway to, like, just give them the script and let them interpret the character somewhat on their own. Right, right. Yeah, man, one of the things that I wanted to do in 2019, I think my New Year's resolution was, like, um, to audition for at least three movies, and then I didn't get to it. And then I was like, oh, I'll do it 2020. Then COVID happened, and then the whole year, I was just like, I guess I could fucking not 
care about being in a movie or anything but it seems like things are going back to normal and i'm working on being on a movie now <laughs> so thanks man that might be cool dude like live i might like to like be in a live action movie that someone else made but i don't know like i'm pretty big i guess i could probably play like you know like a frankenstein or how, monster how tall are you what's what's the stats well, 6'2". I mean, I'm not, like, giant, but, like, I feel like I'm big enough to be, like, a Frankenstein. Alright, alright. Are you thick? Or are you skinny? Like, yeah, I'm, like, 220. Uh, okay, that's... For 6'2", 220? Oh, yeah, that's, uh... That's up there. Yeah, you could... You could pick up a Prius, probably. Like, off of... Maybe not all four wheels, but maybe two. Deadlift a Prius. Do you lift? Or are you just yeah, naturally like, big? No, just naturally, but I'm actually, I was lifting, and then I, around Thanksgiving, like, I, like, slacked off and was like, oh, I'm eating crap, and then I haven't lifted weights since then, so I really need to get back into it. Mm. It's harder to lift weights with uh, COVID and stuff, and I don't know, one thing that I've kind of been thinking about with the whole COVID thing is, like, my thing it's just like, I just don't want to get sick. I just feel like, oh, that would really suck if I caught the flu and COVID at the same time. Then maybe I might die. Who knows? Or just got, re- like, when I get sick, I get sick. And I just know, like, heavy lifting and shit like that is, like, that's when your immune system is most compromised. And I was like, let me just do, like, little workouts, but do them consistently every day. Like, just, like, calisthenics and shit instead of, because, like, when I used to lift weights, I would, like, lift maybe, like, just two to three times a, a week but it would be like heavy-ish like for me and i would just always feel so like drained like it like working out was just such an expense and then i needed a day to just like recover and be sore and like i wasn't doing steroids or nothing so the recovery was a little slower but anyways there i go rambling again <sighs> yeah i mean it's i mostly i try to ride i have a peloton bike and I do a class on that. I try to do that every day if I can, but that's fun. Like, I mean, lifting weights is kind of boring to me. Like, I mean, I know it's good to do, but it's just like, you know, you're just sitting there doing it. At least with a bike, you're kind of like listening to music and having fun. Right, right. I guess for me, like, especially since I'm a smaller guy, I'm only like 5'5", five, 5'6", five, five, on a good day. Uh, probably like a buck thirty on a good day. Like, I just feel like oh, I can't get any smaller, but I like doing cardio-ish exercises. Like I like hitting the bag and stuff like that. And it's just like, I don't know, when I do those kind of exercises that I actually like, I just feel like, ah, but I'm just gonna look skinnier. It's like some, uh, like what, what's the opposite of like the woman's uh, body dysmorphia? Like some girls just think they look bigger than they really are when they look in the mirror. And me as a smaller man i just feel like i have body dysmorphia uh, as a man like i just feel smaller than i really am sometimes like i'm not, I'm not like anorexic or anything and that's another thing I'm, I'm about to have this chick on the podcast probably tomorrow who deals with bulimia and uh was interested in learning about that but um but yeah so like i always just feel like i lift yeah, I could. I understand why it's boring and stuff, but I guess I just really want to maintain like a bigger figure, just like 
some some dumb manhood shit, <laughs> just some ego shit, I guess. I don't know. For me, it's like, I mean, I guess as I'm older, it's like different because whenever I go to the doctor, they're always like, "Oh, like you need to go down about twenty to twenty-five pounds," and like I really need to like get down to what they're saying I should be at. Probably, you know, lose about twenty of what I have now. Right, right, and man, especially not- when it's the doctor telling you, I yeah. guess. Not to be negative either, but it's like as you get older, you know, it's harder. Yeah, your your metabolism slows down and things like that. It's harder to maintain the body. Yeah, it's not easy. Like, I mean, I also do for the the keto diet. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's that good and working out. Type. I make like slow progress combining those two. What? Uh, how do you feel uh, at forty one compared to when you were? I don't know, twenty one. What's the difference? I don't know. I can't really... I feel like overall better because once you're like past a certain age, you don't you don't really ever feel weird about... At least for me, I don't feel like insecure or like about myself. And it's like usually when I go places, I'm like... Like, I don't know. It's just... It just feels like you have more power and agency as you get older compared... And people don't treat you as badly like... When I looked young in my 20s, people would always be, like, rude to me and be, like, I don't know. It was just different. I, I kind of get that. And, and I forgot that you are a young-looking man, too. Oh, hold up. Who the fuck is that? Who the fuck is calling me? Huh. Must have been a telemarketer. Anyway. Uh, but also, yeah, I mean, I grew up in NYC, so, like... I moved to Texas three years ago, so, like, you know, New York, people are, like, really rude assholes, so it's, like, my whole life, my experience with people was just confrontational, and then Mm. now living in Texas, it's nice to just be like, oh, like, everyone's polite, you don't have to worry when you go to the store. I went to New York once. I've never been to Texas. I'm very interested to go, but it just seems like a lot of... There's nothing to do out there, but I guess you like that because there's too much to do in New York. Because when I went to New York, you're right. People were fucking rude and it just, just fucking packed like sardines, dude. And it just, it was just weird. It just, and, and you know, like when you get off of a plane, like I'm sure when you got off the plane or whatever, but when you first landed in Texas, you just, you get the atmosphere right right out the the airport the moment you do it like every state i always look forward to like what's the vibe when i get out of here and when i went to new york the very first thing that came to my mind when i stepped out of that airport is god fucking damn it smells like shit and if you live there dude you're probably just used to the shitty smell but you probably smell like fucking shit if you're in new york because it's horrible out there dude (laughs) yeah it sucks i mean it's weird because you know, I was born in the city and grew up there going to the public schools and I pretty much always hated it. Like, I don't know why. Like, even when I was, like, probably in kindergarten, I was like, oh, I hate this city. I don't know why I stayed there for so long. Right. What made you want to go to Texas? Um, oh, well, my ex moved here with my son because she's from here. Uh, got it. Got it. And you're you. So you have an ex, but you're you have a fiance. So you're about to you're about to give marriage a second try. Yeah. 
that's cool man that's cool it's do you how do you look at that do you look at that as like a second chance or do you think of it as like a or is it just completely different i don't know if that's a rude question i don't know I don't know. I mean, I guess it's just different. I mean, I guess I haven't really thought about it much what it was like. I don't know. I mean, I've been with her, my new fiance, for a while, too, so it's like, I don't know. How are you? How are you? It's different. Like, you know, the first time I got married, I was 20, and, like, I was in college and had all these, like, crazy friends, so our wedding was, like, you know, like a huge party with like 500. God damn. In Christian, it was crazy. And like, you know, when you're getting married, when you're like older, it's not going to be like that. Right, right. Damn, you live in the best of both worlds, man. <laughs> you would have not been able to get married twice if you killed yourself at 13, dude. You know? <laughs> it, it was like, I don't know, yeah, it's just like, I don't know. Yeah, but that's, I've thought about that before, like how people, there's times where I've seen people who kill themselves and I'm just like, you know, they have three days, just wait three days and then people still want to do it, do it then. And people never want to do it after three days. And I'm always like, if any of these people had just wait. Yeah. That's a, like, you're kind of, you're kind of lagging out, but I get what you're saying. Like, that's you know, what, that, that's what I say on this show. Every time I think about killing myself, I just, I'm like, give it two weeks, and if you're consistently think about killing yourself for two weeks, that's when, that's that's when maybe you need to go get some help or something. But I don't know. I want to like delve more into that. Ask other people opinions. But hey, man, before I I let you go here, I got a question that I just remembered, and I feel like my girl's gonna kill me if I don't ask it. So I scrolled even further down on your podcast or on your um your Instagram, and I see. You've do you have a clothing line or is that something that you did at one point? Like, because I see you handed bikinis out to to girls and girls are wearing like skirts and shit and t-shirts that you make. What's up with that? Oh yeah, that was just um, I still make a lot of merch for Wig Wolf like clothes and that was for a time with my Bunny Bunny channel. I I decided to try to make my own bikinis that were branded and you know they didn't really sell well so I don't really bother with that anymore did those did those models were they assholes like the comedian I was talking about and not like promoting you that like did they just wear the shit and that's it or like you know what I'm saying some of them promoted it and promoted me and some of them didn't it was like kind of a 50-50 yeah yeah, I was curious because, like, I don't know. I just think about that, like, especially with females. I feel like the, the, it's a whole nother level of just like you look at like an Instagram models or something like their fucking profile. It's it's like I know it's their profile and everything, but it's all about them. Like you won't catch them dead promoting anything else. You know, they, it's got it's got to be all about fucking them, like they're the president or some shit. <laughs> yeah, it's weird with those like influencers it's like they're not musicians or artists they're just like they're just pictures of themselves is that that i'm an awesome person just because i'm me it's just like so narcissistic exactly exactly i feel like if you're you know what movie you have to see like um it's called ingrid goes west 
you have you definitely have to see it. I feel like the topics of that movie would totally apply to everything you, you've said in this show. Ingrid goes to West. Is that what it is? In- Ingrid goes West. Ingrid goes West. Let me look that up right it's now. Basically, like about Instagram, kind of. It's it's. I don't know. You just see it. It's like it's a great movie. How do you spell Ingram? Ingrid. I N G R I D. Oh, okay. Goes West. Oh, 2017. Black comedy drama. Ingrid Goes West. Let's look. Oh yeah. I'll check. I'll check out this trailer right after this. But all right, Wig Wolf. Thank you for being on my podcast. This is, I like this episode. We went over, but usually when we go over, that means it was a good episode. Hour and twenty minutes here. Uh, appreciate having you on, man. Um, looking forward to the voice work on the movie. If there's like anything that I'm super excited about that came out of this, is probably that. Thank you for reaching out. Thank you for being a new uh, internet friend and things like that. Welcome to the cult. Uh, have you listened to my podcast before, or were you just like looking at clips and stuff on Instagram? Uh, I did look clips. I I checked out one on your page i don't know if it was anchor it was one of the links you put on reddit oh okay yeah yeah like i think i just put the link to the podcast i don't know how i don't know i don't really know how much how reddit works and i send other people to do that shit sometimes producer lady is my girl but uh what else yeah i for some reason i always get banned when i put myself on reddit i think you're not supposed to like put your link up like there's certain there's certain threads where they just hate people promoting themselves and it's not for that so there's certain there's certain uh threads meant for that and they'll try to redirect you to it but um yeah i the one that i found you on with is a good one i'm, I'm gonna stay in that one and um that was like guest exchange right yeah, something like that. Something like that. It's not. There's not too many people on it, but um, I don't know. I've just. I've been juggling a lot of people, and it's kind of like in the DMs. It's just. I'm like scrolling back, and I don't know. Maybe I, I need a calendar or something. And I don't know. My personal life has just been kind of hectic too. Uh, like today's my seven year anniversary with my girl. So after this, I'm probably just gonna go hang out with her more. So I feel crazy that i'm even doing this right now i was i thought we were, i was gonna do one with you tomorrow but then we had another guy so i don't know i don't know i know i'm gonna have the bulimia lady on uh hopefully she got back to me but anyways man back to you appreciate you coming on um and yeah i'll keep in touch man we'll keep in touch oh yeah i'll definitely you know once the episode's out i'll, I'll share it on all my social media and promote the show <laughs> appreciate it man yeah i mean don't feel forced to because i was fucking mad at the comedian guy like it's not that i expected if you're a guest to fucking promote me but i don't know that guy just i guess it was just the fact that he unfollowed me that made it seem kind of like because he was the one who reached out to me you know what i mean like i didn't even really know him and he was the one who was reaching out to me and shit and then just like out of nowhere, he just it just made it seem like he, I don't know. I felt kind of used, like I, I like I just promoted him and that's it. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's probably I mean especially stand up comedians. They're 
they tend to be kind of sleazy. Yeah, man, that's... Uh, and if there's any kind of entertainment that I wanted to do, it would be something like that. But I want to... I want to be an honest comedian and after talking to that guy I just and he's like from where I'm from and I start thinking like man these are my co-workers in a sense you know if I were to really just like jump in this world full throttle and that's kind of what turns me off like I don't want to work with sleazy people you know so if anything I just oh yeah I guess um I can actually tell you that this I could just message you about, but I can send you a link because I I once did a stand-up show in Manhattan maybe about like eight years ago. Oh, nice. But it's pretty crappy, but I'll send you it. All right, go ahead. Send it, man. But thank you, man. You are... uh... You are one of my kind. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. Maybe I'll have you on another time, dude. I had a good time. So... Oh yeah, definitely. Especially me if the movie gets made. And- oh yeah, I'll, I'll promote the shit out of the movie. If I'm going to be in a movie, you know how much... So one thing that's going on that's kind of an inside joke with the show is that I keep talking about how I want to be in a Manny Pacquiao biopic because I kind of look like him. I've been saying... People have been saying that their whole lives. Or my whole life. And I just... It'd just be funny. And the moment I get on your movie, I'm just going to be like, that's one step closer to this Manny Pacquiao biopic. I'm going to be acting so fucking Hollywood, dude. For, for fucking, for the hee-hees and ha-has. not going to be that fucking comedian guy. I'm going to be, like, I want to be an asshole in a funny way, you know? Not just actually mean it. <laughs> so you're a boxing fan or are you just like Manny Pacquiao? Uh, I mean, I like boxing. I appreciate the art of it. Do I follow it? No. I mean, I, I, yeah, I'm a Manny Pacquiao fan, but, like, I really watch a lot of the UFC stuff that is, like, or just MMA in general. I really follow that, like, and when I'm invested in that, I, it's hard for me to invest in boxing. Like, I know, like, Canelo's really big, that Ryan Garcia guy's big, but I don't know. It just doesn't really catch my attention, man. Like, I catch the reruns. Like, I'm not going to be all like, I got to I gotta get on and, and stream this fight. I'll watch it when I watch it. I, I'm not really, I don't know. Boxing's kind of, it's cool. I'd rather be doing the boxing than watching it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I mean, I've felt that about other sports. I mean, I don't know if I'd want to do boxing, though, because I want my, my teeth to get fucked up. I mean, I guess the mouth guard protects it. Yeah, but you could still... F- I've seen something on Reddit, actually. It was like, wear a mouth guard. They'll, they said it'll it's safe, they say. And it's like a mouth guard. And I guess he just got hit so fucking hard that like all his teeth came out, but they were stuck to the mouthpiece. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. But anyways, man. Thank you. Thank you for being on my show. And I'll, I'll catch you another time, man. All right, man. Have a good day. You too. Thanks. Right, we did it, man. The episode's over. We're gonna work on a couple more guests. That was Wig Wolf. Wig Wolf. I think you can find him on Instagram. It's just straight up Wig Wolf. Let me double check. Uh, yeah, yep. Wig Wolf Werewolf. That's what he is, and he's got a very colorful Instagram. Does a lot of art. Does a lot of shit. We got the same kind of car. And uh, let's look at these Barbie stuff, dude. I'll check it out in a second. He seems like he does a lot. Currently raising funds for the wet ones. I guess the movie's called Wet Ones. 
And the wet one's 69. What is this? Become a producer of the wet ones for only $5. Well, gonna follow it, gonna support, gonna support the fam. You know what I mean? Anyways, thank you. Thank you for listening today. We're gonna have the bulimia lady on tomorrow, most likely, and then uh, uh, that's actually kind of fucked up to say. I don't, I don't want to say bulimia lady. The pickles and vodka podcast will be tomorrow, so stay tuned for that. Stay up. Send me anything on Instagram at the suicide logs, and peace out. I'll catch you next episode. Man.